presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. What's up, everybody? I'm back. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been here, but I am back just in time to go. We're going to Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. And, of course, just real quick, we are broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Roku TV as a part of the Northeast Streaming Sports Network. What's up, guys? What's going on, brother? What's up, Philly? Long time no see. Yeah, I, I guess I should start it off real fast. I, I'd like to thank everybody for donating uh, to my event that happened on Saturday. Uh, it was a really great event. And I know that you guys haven't seen me in a little while, but you guys have been watching my videos and all that other stuff. So I really appreciate everybody who donated uh, and came out for a fantastic event. Uh, it couldn't have been uh, any better. Uh, it really was an amazing event. And it's so funny because, you know, as I get ready for those things, I get like all nervous that is anybody even going to show up? And <laughs> then and then then everybody shows up and it, it wound up being such a great time. But so I it's really so wanted, I wanted to start off by thanking everybody. But that just because I had the event doesn't mean that you can't there's not time to donate. You can definitely still donate. So please do if you have the means to do so. What's up, guys? Oh, another week, week, another day. Y'all ready to go? Day. One more work day. Just got to get through tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. There you go. See, and, and so have you been to any draft at all, Porkroy? First one. Well, it, it's going to be an experience. It'll definitely be an experience. Uh, I, I would like to say that this is old hat, but everything, you know, every year is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it's funny because it was at a draft in Nashville that I even got to meet True Blue. That's it. So, and, and that's where our budding friendship started from there. <laughs> you know, if it, just think, just think if it wasn't for, and I think about that draft and all the different things that happened because nobody really knew who I was at all. And the moment I got up on that stage, it was like or in the inner circle, I geeked out like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he did. I was I was all over the place taking pictures with everybody, uh, just just going, you know, I, I I couldn't stop. The Eagles people were watching me and they were getting nervous because the reason why I was even up there was because they had to have somebody escorted out the previous night because he had had a little bit too much to drink mm. and caused a couple of issues. So then now they got me up in there who's all painted up and doing my thing and 
next thing you know, I'm like taking pictures there and they're like following me around. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you don't have to worry about me. Trust me. I'm not, <laughs> there's no way I'm getting kicked out of here. And it was like, it was like immediately I took over the draft. <laughs> it was like, you know, sometimes I know how to work a room and I absolutely knew how to work that room. And it was, it was such an amazing time. And awesome. my, my biggest memory from that, from that whole weekend was, at one point, there was this guy who must have been every bit of about 6'6", six, six, 375 oh, yeah. <laughs> pounds, who sat down in the Giants section. And I'm me. And I'm like, I turned to him and I'm like, I, I figure I'm going to start busting his balls. And you know, I'm just like, hey, I know that you're a Closet Eagles fan. I know you got some jerseys in the closet. <laughs> and, and he holds up four fingers. And I'm like, oh, you got four jerseys in your closet. That's what it is. And, and we start going, I start going back and forth. Now, of course, you know how quiet I am. And, you know, the Giants fans start getting quiet. Then, then the Cowboys fans start getting in. And then the Washington fans tried to start saying something, but nobody cares about Washington. So, <laughs> and, and literally it was, and we're all going back and forth. You see every camera come running. You know, like ESPN is all of a sudden coming running to our section because they don't know what's going on. And the this security guard, again, was, you know, you want to talk about the one guy who was like 6'5", 350 pounds. I mean, he was just a big dude. That was the Giants fan. The security guard looked like, you know, the big boss man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the moment he stood in the middle of that, I said, well, I guess that's done. <laughs> I just like that i'm like well i guess that's done and that was the end of it and it, it was it was not it was all fun it was yeah it was all fun, fun games um but it really was a blast and you know that's kind of started the whole hey philly sports guy's here and i own this place now <laughs> oh he thinks so he thinks so no, it was but, a good time that was a good time I was just talking about that with my wife, 2020, or, you know, last year's 21 in Cleveland, how there was nothing really going on. It was just like the event happened and then it went through the stages and then it just, everybody walked away. Yeah. Unlike Nashville where everybody stayed, partied, Tim McGraw comes out and this year it's Weezer. So. Yeah. I right. saw that Weezer the first night, uh, was it? Ice Cube. Ice Cube's the second night, and then Marshmallow's the third night. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't even know who Marshmallow is. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> no idea, but I think Vegas is going to be crazy. Yeah, I, the, I agree. It looked pretty cool watching all day today, or, you know, watching in the background what's going on there, uh, how they already have the Bellagio fountain set up already for the red, red carpet, and, you know, it's going to be even more done by tomorrow, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll be out there tomorrow, so I'll, I'll see it firsthand since I am staying literally across the street. <laughs> nice. So, and I guess I should ask, I mean, since the stage is going to be on the Bellagio, is that where we're going to be? No. no. We're going to be like, uh, are, are we like in the water? No. <laughs> no, they have Hey, should I bring my swim trunks? They, they have the, <laughs> they have the uh, right next to the conference convention center of Caesars. So they have okay. they have everything right there set up, and it's like going to be a three hundred foot ten or so uh, to keep everything underneath the sun, out of the sun, I should say. Out of the sun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, gonna get, so, it's going to be hot. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, I know it's going to be crazy. Uh, I mean, I know before the event on Thursday and Friday, Philly Sports Trips is throwing parties. We're going to have one at Blondie's, which is right across the street from where all this is happening. And then we're having a pool party on Friday, uh, which is <laughs> gonna, yeah, which is over by, uh, I want to say, it's over by the stadium. I know, I know it was fairly close to the stadium. It's like behind the, the Luxor. Okay. Um, but it was when we had a pool party out there from Vegas when we were playing Vegas, it was it was the party to be at, oh. so it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's <laughs> it's just going to be crazy everywhere down in Vegas. I mean, it's yeah. I mean Vegas is Vegas in general. I mean, and, and I and I, and I you know I should say it's an we're going to an exclusive event on Friday, Friday night after the you know 
concert. I mean, I'm going to watch Ice Cube for a second just because, you know, I remember him back before he did Friday. Um, <laughs> the movie Friday, by the way. Yeah. Uh, which is funny. I figure that that's why they have him on Friday. You know, probably do a little bit of a stand up. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to, uh, you know, I'm, well, I'm going to keep that out, keep it all PG 13 here. There you but, go. Yeah, absolutely. I expect that it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to be celebrating a birthday. Yeah, I think there's a guy turning uh, 42 on Wednesday. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was thinking about that too. Seeing your post on your your yeah, I know it's Christmas in April, man. Yeah, that's Talk a lot of birthdays. Yeah, a lot of birthdays. A lot of, a lot of birthdays. <laughs> Four out of five are in April. Yeah. Toucan Dan's already getting ready. I know he's going to be there. <laughs> I, uh, he's a mate. Oh, I think he's already there. Yeah, I think he showed up today. Yeah, uh, so I'm showing up tomorrow post. night. So yeah. He wanted to get the layout because, uh, from last I heard, he was not uh, he was not uh, in the inner circle yet. But if I know Dan, he'll be there. <laughs> he'll get in somehow, some way. He'll be in there. I was kind of like last year when you know, when I wasn't in there. All of a sudden, I came in, and, and like it, I, it, my arrival was announced by every other team when I came in there. You know, and it was, in fact, that girl comes up to us as I'm talking to True Blue and uh, she's like, she's like, wow, man, you came walking in and all of a sudden the room lit up. Are you going to be here on Saturday? And I'm like, yeah, if you could help me out because I, you know, I had to sneak in to get here. She's like, you had to sneak in. <laughs> I'm like, He's in the like overflow who am I speaking area. with? So, yeah, I, I yeah, uh, luckily I know how to get around. You know, I, I, I mean, security is tight, 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 but yeah. you got to look like you belong there. And I guess, you know, I, I can put on my invisibility suit and, and sleep wherever I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, I'm just getting, I'm, I'm just, I've been reading this past weekend on all the draftees that are coming up and, you know, everybody's mock draft. Everybody has this guy going over here, this guy going over there. You've got, I don't know how many mock drafts, 3.0, 4.0, tomorrow everybody's putting out their final, and I'm just like, all this for the number one pick to try and guess the number one pick. Yeah. I mean, just think about that. Two, Who do you have? A month and a half of just guessing who's going to be the number one pick. Who do you think is going to be the number one pick? I, I Well, you know Doug Peterson as well as I do, and he's offensive-minded. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's got a young quarterback. He's going to want to protect his investment. I'm thinking he's going to go offensive tackle right off the board. I think he's going to get capital. I Two. expect that the first pick in the draft is going to get traded down to like the fourth or fifth pick. Now, he wouldn't surprise me if he traded up with Specifically, well, I I don't know about the Giants, so I think he'd probably trade to number four because the Giants are probably also going to go offensive tackle. But I expect, you know, but I think, because I think they go offensive tackle, and then I think they go quarterback. I think the Giants are definitely choosing a quarterback with the seventh pick. But I've said that, and I've been been criticized all this time. You know, oh, no, there's no way they're going to take a quarterback, but – but I think that he's going to trade the number one pick away to the like the, like the fourth. I don't know who's number four. Seattle is it not Seattle? No, I, I think it is Seattle. Is it? Let me look. I I think there's going to be some some Willen and Dylan as well. But uh, you, you've got you've got three great tackles in this draft. So even if they do trade back, you know, to the fourth. He's more than likely going to be there, right? That's kind of what I get at. One of them so, going to be there at number four. So if they switch back, so. But I think he. By, I think by trading that number one pick, when you when you do the math on the numbers, when you get that sheet for the draft sheet in terms of what's the worth of the number one pick in comparison to the two, three, and four pick, that I expect that he's going to be able to get like. A first round next year too, 
and get two first round picks next year and maybe like a second or a third this year. And it's going to be worth it for him to do that. So, cause I think yeah, they only have like six picks, seven picks. Yeah. That's going to be hard though. I, 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 he probably, probably could get a, a second round, but not a first round, not to move back two spots. So it depends Jets, on what they want. So Jets have the fourth pick. Seattle yeah. is ninth. There you Got go. You. Yeah. And the Jets have their quarterback as well. So they're going to want, you know. I think I, Jets go defense. Yeah, I think Jets go defense as well. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets also trade back. Um, I have a feeling that there's going to be people yeah, that are they, trading Jets up for has, the quarterbacks. Jets has four and ten. I saw today Pittsburgh's willing to uh, to trade up. And they're sitting at 20? Uh, Steelers are 20, yes. Yeah, so – that's where we're looking at, you know, the the Saints. Some some stuff right there. The, the dealing that you had with the Saints and the, the Eagles, I think that's where Pittsburgh's going to step in to try and get up there. I agree, and I I said that that was very it was done very purposely. Yeah, so early for the Eagles for the Eagles to do this because they wanted to get they were ahead of the Saints both times. Yep. Knowing that Pittsburgh could possibly want to jump up because it's possible that the Saints are going to go after a quarterback. And I think Pittsburgh's also going to go after a quarterback. And of course, of course, I've been told that I'm wrong because why would they do that? They got Mitch Trubisky and, you know, they got uh, whoever it was, the other guy that's going to be the backup or whatever. I feel like that there are plenty of different uh reasons why they're going to want a quarterback and they don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. Although I think Trubisky is going to do really well in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think it'll be fine there too. But I, I feel that I feel that there's going to be a lot of trades. I think that the quarterbacks are going to run heavy early in the draft because people are going to trade out of those picks and you're going to see the quarterbacks get in early and that's going to push everybody backwards, which means that the safety that you think and you know the the cornerbacks that you think are going to wind up getting into the teens yeah yeah and then you've got detroit sitting there and you know they've got hutchinson sitting there from oh, michigan yeah. already yeah. so i mean yeah. that's a perfect fit so i yeah. i don't think detroit's going to do anything to trade back i think they got their guy right there yeah. you know if everything works out because if if jaguars go hutchinson first then I mean that changes the the landscape for a lot of not too much, but it changes it for the first ten. I agree, I absolutely agree. Because then then Detroit trades out. Yeah, I exactly. think Hutchinson. I think I absolutely believe Hutchinson goes to Detroit because it's it's hometown. It's you know for thousands of different reasons. I think that that happens. Yeah. Uh, that being said. I feel that whoever wants to trade to get into that number one spot is going to go after Hutchinson too. So, and what's yeah. the worth? What's what the you, worth to get him? What do you think Houston does at three? Well, uh, you've got you've got Lovey Smith, and he's defensive minded, right? So, the, I mean, uh, that's that's where. You, and Houston is not going to be willing and dealing to get into that first spot. They they don't have the no. the picks that you know that. You know they got. They're even lucky that they got this pick with that Deshaun Watson trade. Right. So I I think they're they're in an opportune time just to stick where they're at and get the guy that they want off the board, whoever that might be defensively, though. Right. Unless well, I, unless unless because you got you got Mills, I believe is a quarterback's name. Yeah. That's sitting there, so they might take a quarterback. That might be the first one off the board. Yeah. Depending on the new GM, so. Well, I mean, but from what I don't know, I, I was thinking that too. But I knew they're uh, pretty confident in that kid, so we'll see. Yeah, he's a second-year player, and I mean, yeah. Lovey Smith is more defensive-minded, and and I I think you know he's not going to want to fall out of there. He might even fall back if he wants to get a couple more picks for this draft because he's well, got to build something. Yeah, they, they have so many holes. They have so many holes that they got to so fill over in Houston. 
Right. But I, I mean, they have a lot of picks now, don't they? Uh, they got they got the first rounder back this year, and I believe next year, and I think they picked up second and third. All right, so of next year, right? Right. They've got pick number thirteen. They got three and thirteen this year. Three and thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Matt Maddie asks: Before the draft, is there any e NFC East predictions? Right now, right now, I'll be honest. I I think the favorite, the favorite right this second is Commanders. Yeah, I get. <laughs> I, I actually, I can't even uh, say I, that straight face. I, I give a slight, I give a slight edge to the Eagles because I feel that the Dallas lost some. The draft is going to tell a lot more, uh, but I feel that with us having a, the, the amount of picks that we have in the areas that we have. I, I give a slight, slight, slight Eagles over Dallas just because of what they lost. Now, the draft is going to possibly tell a little different. I still have the Giants four. I have Washington just above them. My opinion. Yeah, yeah and, and, and the thing is, too, the draft. The draft is going to come and go, and you still got a great, you know, 100-some players out there that are still, you know, and free agency. There's a, there's a lot of free agents. A lot of them. And it's such good players, too. So yeah. it, it's going to be willing and dealing, I think, come time. You're going to see there's going to be a lot of commotions going on in this draft just because of the effect of these last two years during the yeah. the way everything fell into place. Does Debo get traded? Uh, no. He, he. I think he falls into the... I, I, everybody's saying, you know, he, of course, everybody's putting the, the Cowboys and he, the picture with CD lamb. If you want to make money, you, you tell owners where you want to go so that you can get the highest bid so that you can get the better contract. I mean, I don't see D you know, I don't see him coming to the Cowboys. Not, not at that high of a cost. I mean, then you're looking at, well, why do we get rid of Amari Cooper to get somebody even more expensive? Right. So I just don't see it. So, well, uh, real quick, Joe, sorry, we're the NFC East show. If you happen to be in Vegas on Wednesday or Friday night, you could then talk about your Colts. But as <laughs> of right now, it's NFC East show. I don't know if you saw the sign. Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I appreciate you checking in with us, you know, especially since uh, uh, I, and we got our first question where sneaky, where sneaky, sneaky is, you know, uh, I'm gonna on special straight, assignment say straight out, he is doing homework, <laughs> he's doing homework, got to get his homework done. If he's going to be in, if he's going to go to Vegas, if you, you got to get your work done if you want to play, that's and that's right. how that yeah. works, and that's how that works. So yeah, he's actually he's 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 got some stuff that he had to get done, and it's, I'm I'm laughing, I'm making fun of him, saying he's got to do his homework. But realistically, <laughs> he's doing his homework. He's got his homework he has to do. So I absolutely, uh, you know, you know, it's yeah. I feel uh, I'm excited for the man who wants to better himself at at, at our ages. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you know, and then back to Matt Hinckley. Uh, question of the nfc east predictions the cowboys are going to come around we got to rebuild up our, our offensive line we lost two linemen i i think that's going to be a big part of what's going to be the outcome but again you've got a quarterback year six i think as well as a running back and we've got several other veterans so i i think it's going to come down to the schedule and i i believe once that schedule comes out it's going to play a big part Especially if we have to play up in the East, which we know we will up in the cold weather. So here's a question for you that I was thinking about. If given the possibility for a third round pick, would you trade Elliot? For a third round pick? Yep. No. Clear that cap. So you wouldn't. Would a second round pick do it? 
yeah, second round. Yeah. Second round pick would do it. <laughs> yeah. So early third round wouldn't. No. Okay. Good no, enough. I'm, got, I'm, I'm, I'm. Everybody's got a price. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every, everybody, everybody does. I. I, I mean. I, I'm. I'm going to be really interested to see the 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 medical report on when he's coming back from that surgery he had to clean up that 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 knee of his. So. so Maddie, like that's thinking. I like his thinking. <laughs> so you know that, that he's drinking too much of that that water from the river I, over there I in need Chicago. To start drinking so. that. <laughs> even, that, that, that that's good to think can... that's good to think that way <laughs> so, but it's not gonna happen yeah it's uh, i i would say that that is not i, th- I think i think you know even carson wentz going into washington is gonna have a uh you know is gonna have a bigger play than the new york giants because of the gm's decisions during the the giants gm decisions during this draft i think if they go gung-ho like you're talking about drafting that quarterback that's going to get, you know, yeah. some some organization members upset and where they're going to want to be traded. Well, and I think and I think that, well, first off, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Daniel Jones. On yeah. this draft, like because that's that's what you would do. You would if you're going to take a number one pick, you know, first round pick and take a quarterback. You're going to trade Daniel Jones. He's exactly. Going to dis- he's going to disappear, and he's going to get. You're going to get it like for a third or a fourth rounder, or maybe both. You know. What well, I mean, I, I mean they still haven't signed his tender, so that that's that says a lot. Uh, see, and that's I've been thinking this whole thing. I mean, I've said this early on, you know, and it's funny because I, I, I you know, you know how I'm always saying that Stephen A is listening to us, and you know. <laughs> He started to listen to me again. He's starting to listen to my other podcast too because I was talking about about Ben Simmons. And I don't want to bring that up for too much, but he said almost verbatim, almost verbatim <laughs> what I said three months ago about the NBA is going to wind up creating the Ben Simmons rule. But I'm not going to, I'm going to digress with that. Uh, I have a feeling that you're going to hear tomorrow how the Giants are going to take a quarterback at like five or I, th- I have it at number seven. I think that they're going to do it with their second pick, not their first one, because nobody's going to take a quarterback at number six. You know, I think that what's it, Carolina? Yeah, well, I know that. Car- yeah, I know that Carolina, Carolina wants a quarterback. Carolina, Carolina could take a quarterback. Well, they might. They might. But I wouldn't be surprised if. I mean, I, I know that they would maybe take quarterback, but I don't think – I think the Carolina's going to trade down. You know, I, I just – I believe that the first quarterback is going to go from the Giants, go with the Giants. I don't know that you can just draft that quarterback from Liberty. Malik Willis? With the sixth pick. And I, I think that the Giants feel the same way. I think that the Giants are going to go with the guy from Pittsburgh. Pick it. You know, which is going to screw Pittsburgh. Because I think Pittsburgh wants him. Yeah, because he's another hometown kid. Right. I, I, you're going to see a lot of that. You're going to see a lot of staying close to home. Yeah, and, and you know, the other interesting things, too, that's coming out now is the character of a lot of these kids. It's coming out now, reports from, you know, several players on, on – the character and how they carry themselves. And it's not so, you know, from what I'm hearing of some of these guys, it's not so well. So a lot of people forget to pay attention to that part. So, I mean, you got to throw character into these, into these evaluations of these mock drafts on where these kids are going to fall because some of the stuff I'm hearing about some of these players is is not so, not so good. And and you're hearing this. I mean, think about Think about the stuff now that you're hearing about Carson Wentz and then just some of the things that have been leaked out of the Washington area about Carson Wentz. And I'm like, man, you know what I mean? The guy hasn't even been in the locker room yet and they're already talking bad about him. I mean, like why, why, what is he doing that's, that's causing that much of a rip? You know, and is it, is it people already reading the book by its cover because they spoke to a few people from Indianapolis? Did, is he is his ego that large that he 
can't do, you know, you just can't make friends, can't make nice with these people. Hmm. It seems it seems very odd to me that this is all coming about. I mean, I mean, the guy's still a human being. You know what I mean? It, take the football part out of it. I mean, is he an asshole? I mean, really, is he an asshole? <laughs> because ultimately, it, it, that's the only thing I could think of. Well, that, that's what I'm saying, you know, and, and that's that's what the character part is coming out in, in the draftees. But, you know, going back to the wide receiver from Carolina Panthers when he said out on public, you know, social media, no to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yeah. You know, and, and without even thinking, you know, what if other team players, you know, other, other teammates are going to want to get this guy? What do you say then? What do you say that he goes to that team? How about the how about the booty hole guy? <laughs> yeah, that was you know, <laughs> you know, from from your from you know the ex uh, from the ex cowboy coming right out like he oils his booty hole. How do you follow that guy into battle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you I'm saying. You got you got these you got you got these these guys that are grown men and that's what makes it so hard for these coaches, you know, to make the decisions based upon the characters that they're getting. And it's like, you've got all the talent in the world, but what are you going to do with that talent? Once you're here, how are you going to carry yourself? Because you saw it with Deshaun Jackson, how he carried himself, how, how he upset so many folks. Now, now it's just everywhere you go. Now you got, you got guys who don't want to be there anymore and they'll just say, hey, I don't want to be here no more. Yeah. Well, and what happened? What happened that Debo now all of a sudden says, I don't want to be in San Francisco. Just did, just literally carried this entire team to the, you know, almost to the Super Bowl. But now I don't want to be here. Yeah. That he, that, he, that he was in he, Vegas. He's in Vegas and they're doing yeah, the dance. Yeah, I saw and, that. Yeah. and he's, he's like, like no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no way, man. And then, then I mean. That, that's why that's why these these deals I think you know they're gonna skyrocket here the way they are but oh, yeah. at some point you got to make the de- you got to be Bill Belichick yep. I agree. you're gonna have yep. to make those decisions hey I, I want somebody who's gonna come in here and play for what we want them to play for yeah well and that's and that I'll be honest that that was the one thing that I was really happy about what the Eagles did last year is that they went and they got captains of football teams. These guys, these guys were liked by their football team and they went out and got captains, you know, like the, the offensive, the offensive guy, you know, the offensive lineman, you know, the Dickinson. Uh, he, you know, as hurt as he was, he was a captain on the team. You know, Zach, Zach McPherson, even, you know, the cornerback who didn't really get to play a lot was the captain of his defense. Yeah. Those are like those places. Those people get voted in by their teams, you know. And, and they've kept with that same logic. I mean, they brought the guy home from Temple, you know, who's going to be number seven. We're going to have a defensive lineman number seven because that was his number at Temple, and that was the number he played with when he played at the link. So I get it, but it seems ridiculous to me that a defensive lineman is going to be number seven. That all being said, the number seven was used because he was a captain on the team, and that was a that was a number of honor. You were you were honored to be able to have the single digit numbers, and those are the those are the types of quality guys that they are looking to try to get. And I hope that they stay with that in this draft that they've learned their lesson and they says okay we want guys who are captains of their teams because you don't you don't pick joe schmo to be the captain of your offense or defense or of the special teams of anything you know if if he's just if 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 he's just a good player it ain't going to matter you know you want you you want a character guy somebody who's good in the locker room somebody who's able to uh, lead other guys that other guys want to follow and that those guys said, you know what? We want you to lead us. Yeah. We're going to have you be those guys. So, and that's, that's the one thing that I felt that the Eagles maybe did better than everybody else 
because they learned about what happened with Carson Wentz. You know, and that's how that came about. It's like you learned that. And then you saw our season, you know, two years ago where it was just there was no leadership on the team. And they says, well, we're not going to do this again. We're just not going to do this again. We're going to have leadership and we're going to make sure that people are on this team that want to be here and, you know, are going to fight for each other, you know, at, at war. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to see my my team captain stay for the duration of you know, for at least half the season. I, right. I don't want these guys being oh, oh I've got a, ca- a new captain this week. I've got another captain. Yeah, that I don't like that week. either. Uh, I want to see that C, that gold C on their on their jersey, with yeah. our you know first captain, second captain, third right, captain, yep. fourth captain. I want yeah. to see that emboldened. You know, that that makes the team feel. When it's being passed off from player to player, you know, yeah, it's like, it doesn't okay, mean anything. What does this yeah. guy do this week that that deserved it as compared to this guy who was just leading us last week? That's right. You can't go in a battle every other week with somebody new as as your captain. Yeah, right. So and that's and that's the one thing that I feel like that the Eagles did really well this year is that they got people they they drafted people who are able to lead. And who are going to fight with the guy next to them for everything. Yeah. Jay Gruden, that's the one thing that I, I did like about Jay Gruden's last draft class was he did that. He he drafted Cole Holcomb, who was uh, a captain uh, in UNC, he, Terry McLaurin, captain in Ohio State. Uh, he did that. And there's was, there was a couple others. Um, I can't remember right off the top of my head, but – and you know now Terry McLaurin, I think this will be his third season as a captain for the Commanders. Um, hopefully, Cole will be you know a captain this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely means a lot when there's consistency at the at the captain spot for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and it's it's important. It's absolutely important uh, moving forward to be able to say, okay, this is. This is the captain of our, you know, offense or our defense. And, you know, he's the one. He's going to be the one, the vocal leader. He's got to be vocal. He can't be, can't be a quiet leader. He's got to be vocal. He's got to be able to get in other people's faces. During the game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and not have the, the, the surge back. You know, like you think about what, what happened in Washington last year where they're fighting on the sidelines. You know, hey, you hey, hey one that. of those was one of those was our captain, okay? Well, no, and that's that, but it was the captain that was getting yelled at, wasn't he? Uh, I mean, we're getting our asses beat by the Cowboys. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I think Deron put his finger, they were arguing back and forth. Deron put his finger in his face, and John was like, nah, this isn't happening, right? And there so went the swing. Punch. Yep. So, <laughs> but I mean, they played together college ball together. So I mean, they're you know they're. What's up, Tyler? I just saw your met. I just opened that. Oh up. yeah, Mister Durbs, Mister Durbs. We'll see you in a couple of days, buddy. I I, I know I know Mister Tyler Derby wanted uh, you know at number one he wants Hutchinson. I know he knows that. I just don't see that happening with with Jacksonville and, and Coach Peterson. I agree, and that's why I think that it's going to be somebody who wants to move up, and it's going to have to be worthwhile because he's going to get he's going to have somebody that wants Hutchinson bad enough. Yeah, you know, and I, I I'm going to call it the cowboy effect. You know, and I I call it the cowboy effect because Micah Parsons was such a good player this year. And how he changed around that entire defense. Yep. That it's when you have somebody that you think could be that type of guy, it's worth it to have him. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's worth maybe two first round picks. You know, so if somebody wants to trade up, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be Seattle because I think Seattle needs a quarterback in the, in the worst way. So oh, yeah. I, I I would say that you know whoever's in probably the number eight spot, or 
I, I, it can't be Miami. Miami doesn't really have a lot of picks to be able to play with and stuff like that. So. Not after that. Not after that Tyreek decision. Yeah. But right. yeah, it, it's somebody like like Micah Parsons. That, that's you know he, he is that diamond in the rough linebacker position. I actually seeing him be a captain this year. Well, and imagine he, he dropped because of you know people bapping and saying, "Hey, he's he's a problem." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, he went to Penn State, yep. which is kind of funny. You know what I mean? Because you don't really hear that a lot about Penn State players. Um. And then, and then, what had come out? The, what what the word was that came out? I mean, I'm not going to even try to get yeah the, the accusations if it was true or not, but. Yeah, it really yeah, was. I know it, it's it's when you get all that kind of stuff, it, it just that's why I'm saying that stuff is coming out now. We look at the kid that fell, you know, when they they posted the picture of him indulging in some paraphernalia oh, draft yeah, from, night. Yeah, and he was supposedly uh, the best lineman, and then he drops all the way to Larry. You know, was it Larry Tunzel? Yeah, yeah. And now you know he, he drops all the way the back the way he did because somebody was upset you know that for whatever reason and don't be surprised that that doesn't happen this this go around expect especially from teams that want the plan exactly yeah you know they're gonna be like oh uh look at this picture of him you know doing this wrong yeah and it's because they want to get it you know like wouldn't put me wouldn't put it past tampa bay doing stuff like that you know what i mean that's definitely like a tampa bay thing to do you know it it even is a little bit of the cowboys i wouldn't be surprised the cowboys did stuff like that like jerry jones you know if you you spent jail time nah you're fine fine. we've got great lawyers here here. (laughs) but i i you know it's and it's a shame because it costs these kids money oh yeah it's like so you better you better make sure that all the cameras are off. You know what I mean? You cannot you cannot show some of the things that happen. You know, you just when you're out having a good time. I mean, trust me, and I know what it's like because you know, I, I mean I go to my living room, you know, which is Dolan's bar. And when I'm painted up, I have to be very careful on who's taking pictures with me and when and why. You know what I mean? So if I'm doing a shot about you know and i'm old enough i'm allowed to do drink alcohol but <laughs> if somebody wants to show me in a bad light they're going to be able to do so in a funny picture yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. yeah that's why i'm like very protective i'm like all right I'm, I'm off the clock now and you know no more pictures no more camera on me and stuff like that and but people are still shady People think that they're getting away with something, <laughs> and I'm a lot more, you know, I'm very perceptive. Like I had, I told this one woman who was taking a picture of me from across the bar, and I, I approached her. I'm like, listen, I said, this is my home. I come here to drink because I, if I go home and shower, I'm done for the night. You know, once I take this stuff off, I'm not going out. I'm, I'm home. Yeah. So this is my, this is my living room. Sanction. Yeah. You are taking a picture of me in my living room doing something that I don't want pictures taken of. Yep. You know, and I made her, I made her erase the picture, you know, and then she's like, well, you're the one painted up. You're the one you, you should expect that people are going to take pictures. I do expect people to take pictures, but I expect them to ask me if they're going to take a picture. You don't just go ahead and just try to be all sneaky and then, and then try to defend yourself when you're caught. You <laughs> knew what you were doing and, and you don't do that. And it's the same way with these guys. These guys got to be very protective of themselves. Yeah. Because they are the brand. They are their own brand. They are their own You're brand. Right about that's that. it. So yeah, there, there's there's so that that and that's the scary thing about where we're at with the, you know, with the social media, with however many social media accounts and how many burner accounts that these guys have oh, to create the illusion uh, of, you uh, know. Yeah what they may not be in a better light so right. it, that's that's where we're at but you know the, these teams do their due diligence and in, in researching these guys you know kind of like we do uh but they have the better tools right they have right. the way and, better tools and anybody and anybody can decide to make their own narrative their own story about whoever they want to 
they can show the picture and make whatever story they want to make. And yep. it depends on how believable that is. You oh, know, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, very, and, and I'll, I'll, I'm just putting something out there. True Blue and I go out there for a few drinks. Next thing you know, somebody's taking a picture of the two of us and they're saying the Philly sports guy is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> and it sounds ridiculous. But people but will run with it. But. Somebody would run with that, you know, and it's just, that's not, it's obviously anybody who knows me knows that I'm not a Cowboys fan. It's funny because my ex, my ex came into the, you know, came to the event, <laughs> the mother of my kids. And, and I introduced her to Jordan, you know, Jordan Mailata. And I'm like, hey, uh, hey, Jordan. I said, this is the, this is Amanda. She's the mother of my kids. She's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> uh, and everybody, everybody stopped for a second. They're like, oh, boo. Hold on. This is the mother of your kids? <laughs> How did that happen? So, you know, it's, and it's a funny story because she met me during hockey season and she was a Flyers fan. So, uh, what's up, September, Fernando? When September came, uh, she was already very pregnant. And uh, then she tells me <laughs> that the, uh, yeah, she's a Cowboys fan. I'm like, what? That's the first question you ask. We, flyers were doing well, yeah. So we were we were Flyers fans. We we're we're gonna be playing you, Fernando, this year. We'll see we'll see who's a fan of who when we're done. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I there ain't nothing I'm tightening up except my belt when my <laughs> pants are on. <laughs> well, but, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that the the one thing that still that still you know boggles my mind is the Carolina Carolina Panthers screaming their their slogan, and the Tennessee Titans screaming their logan at each other. That's just if you don't know the slogans, look them up. But they go back and forth at each other all the time. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. But I, and I that's. I think I, I and I should know the Panthers one. It's something like pound something, right? Uh, <laughs> keep pounding, keep pounding, tighten up, keep pounding, uh, no, tighten up. Keep pounding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, in Nashville. Uh, I, when that was going off, I was just like, "This is this is priceless." I mean, this yeah. is literally priceless. Only in the NFL. Only in the NFL. <laughs> but. So, do you have a do you have an expectation on who your team is going to pick in the draft? Washington's before us, so yeah. You know, I don't know. I keep reading it could be um, same Ham- Hamilton from Notre Dame, or it could be Drake London from USC. It's one of wide receiver. Yeah. yeah, but I think I mean I. I don't, I don't think he'll be there. I, can I, don't see, think... I don't think he'll be there. I think I think yeah. Jets might swoop him up. Yeah. Um I don't, you know. I don't know. They who knows. Yeah. If for for my side, if Green's still there from AM, I think I mean that's a legit choice for us to be taken at at the twenty four spot if he's there. If I, I think there is gonna be some willing and dealing for the Cowboys, depending on who's taken. Like I said, that offensive tackle is going to be big for us. So, I mean, we might even move up. Uh, I don't want to give away no first rounds, of course. So I'd be more than happy to sit at 24. I think there's enough players in this draft, uh, especially at that position. I mean, offensive oh, yeah. line, offensive is, line is, is heavy. Yeah, very heavy. Yeah. So I, I, could see our, I could see us sitting at 24 and just and settle with what we get. There's right. so many good players out there. And me personally, I think that we are, you know, in our first pick, if we don't trade back, uh, I have us. You know, everybody keeps talking about Jermaine Johnson from the defensive end from Florida State. To be honest, I don't think he's big enough. I personally want Jordan Davis. <laughs> well, now I don't know if he's going to make it to 15. That's the thing. I think that he actually probably goes somewhere around 10 or 12. Oh, yeah. But I'd love to see him fall. Right? Because it actually it actually shows. I, I, I saw three mock drafts where he was after the Eagles. He was chosen after the Eagles. I'm like, Damn. I don't know. 6'6", 340 pounds, 
runs a four seven eight forty. Yeah, yeah, huh. that's a lot of movement right there. I yeah. want that guy. They don't, don't make them like that. Guy. No, they don't make them like that. Yeah, not not. Yeah, I was looking at the highlight reels of him this past weekend. Yeah, that big of a man moving that fast should not be allowed. It's unfathomable. <laughs> it's just like, uh, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then and then on top of that, like so, and then I think about like what he would be going up against in practice, and realistically, he'd be going up against like Jordan Mailata and things like that, like. I was another six eight three sixty five. Yeah. I mean, and that's uh, the yeah. Uh, talk about clash of the titans there. Yeah. Uh, tighten up over there, but that they, they're going to be on the Eagles' offensive line <laughs> and defensive line. That's that's what I'd love to see. Uh, so I, I again, it's you know I I, mean, I and 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 the thing too, looking at uh, this past weekend, I was just relaxing watching NFL Network and watching you know the past drafts from, you know, mm-hmm. from the old, you know, back in the late seventies. And they just kept showing the progression of years yeah. and you get to 84, 85, and then you keep going 86 and 87. But, but the thing that always was relevant to every draft was that you had these players who were taken high, who didn't succeed, but those second and third rounders always progressed and achieved. Yep. yep. So, that that's something that a lot of people have to remember. Don't don't worry about that first pick. I mean, it, it, it's the second and third and fourth rounds are going to be more of an interest for you, especially at the position players. What what exact position are you taking at that posi- at that number? Yeah. So Thursdays that's what everybody needs to vote. Fridays Fridays the big day. Yeah, that's that's right. how I look at it. Thursday yeah. the fanfare. Friday yep. the big day. Friday you can't fail. Thursday, you have. I mean, the Eagles have two picks, so it's a little different. They have to. They have to hit fifty percent. You know, yeah. you have to have one that does pretty well. Exactly. If both fail. If both fail, it's gonna. It's gonna show up too badly. One pick failing isn't a big deal if the second and third round picks succeed. Yep. And 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 the other thing too is just like you know, <sighs> when we when we drafted Taco Charlton. In front of J.J. Watt, it was like it, you made that mistake, and 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 you look back on it, and, and because one one coach overrid the other, and and it, time does tell. Time does tell on these drafts. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I can say the same thing for two years in a row. We had uh, J.J. Ortega Whiteside, and uh, D.K. Metcalf was on the board, and yep. then you have, and then you have. Jalen Rager and Jefferson's on the board. So there is, there is, you know, hits and misses all the time. All the time. All the time. And, 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 you know, the biggest thing when you're, when you're reviewing and and looking at film and all these guys, you, you got to look at, at these players from the position that they're playing. That's how the scouts are going to work from the position that they're playing. How fast are they? the techniques, the bend, the footwork. You know, most people are surprised to find out how good of a lineman's footwork is from the time that they pop back to, to you know, protecting for pass or when it's a run, how, how good their footwork is going forward. A lot of, you know, a lot of people just see the upside of the, you know, how big a person is. I'll, I'll give you a good example. Stepnoski from the, from the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl era. He was our center, small guy but pounded a punch. His footwork was so great. That's what made him a leader on that team. That's that's Jason Kelsey. Yeah. That's what makes Jason Kelsey such a great which makes him almost a Hall of Fame center. I I would I would say he's a Hall of Fame center because he's been great for so long. He's an long. Iron Man. Yeah, he's yeah, an he Iron Man. He's been great for so long. But he's only like 270. Yeah. I wear his pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Those are his pants that I wear when I'm when I'm. Are you... Yeah, they're Jason Kelsey's pants. So I mean, I mean, not I, his jockstrap, just his pants. It's just yeah, exactly. And I paid a lot of money to get in his pants. So, <laughs> but literally, but I, I mean, I'm two forty, so it's not like I'm a small guy in general. You know what I mean? So don't think like, hey, oh, skinny, you know, Philly sports guy. I mean, I'm I'm six foot two two forty. So, but I mean, he's 
265, 270. You know what I mean? He's not much bigger than I am. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. That's it all comes down to footwork. And that that's, you know, a lot of people are looking for the glitz and glamours of of scouting these guys. You gotta look at you gotta look at how they work. Their work ethic is a huge one. Mm-hmm. So the just because you have the highlight reels on ESPN and, and all this other stuff during college game week doesn't mean anything when you're coming to the NFL. You have to make something of yourself. You have to show it. And I think this week is going to be, you know, it's going to be fun for these teams, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot of letdowns for a lot of fans across this league. Oh, I can believe that. Well, and, and as we're talking about offensive line, just, just you know, it, the one thing that I could say that because I've watched – and I've learned a lot about how Jordan Mailata, who went from rugby to now playing offensive tackle, and he learned both sides of the ball, where that's a really big deal now, too. You Iron have to man. have the footwork both sides. You can't just do it because we have we have another offensive lineman that can only do one side. Yeah. And that if you have somebody who gets hurt, Oh, yeah. You have yeah. to be able to you have to be able to be flexible. And that's what teams want now. They want the flexibility of being able to say, okay, uh, you know, all right, he's able to get moved over to the right side or the yeah, left he's, side. Yeah, he's able to be center, he's able to be guard. He he can he's a swing tackle, he can do this. And and uh Connor Williams, like, you know, good for him. He's in Miami now, but I think, you know, for as much as they wanted him to move that's where all our penalties came from was because of that situation that he was put into. When you start moving these guys around, if they're not comfortable, what's the first thing you're going to do? Hold. Right. So that's, that's, you know, being smart, being on top of it, 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 it's okay, but you got to remember everything else that comes in between. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Have you guys seen? I just saw something come across my phone about the uh, Aaron Waller possibly being traded to uh, the Packers. No, just came across the wire, huh? I just got on Instagram, and first thing I saw was, (laughs) yeah, Packers are interested in trading for Darren Waller. Go figure. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, like I said, there's still a hundred free agents out there, so. If we don't get our, our, there's still some to choose from on the outside at a cheaper value, at a better, you know, overall, who could come in and be effective immediately. Well, we shall see. And uh, you get in early on Wednesday there, True Blue? Yeah, yeah. I'll be there early. When do you get in there, Pork Ryan? I get in at 12. But I think uh, Freddie is getting in, like, an hour or two before me, and then we have to wait for a few people. And I think the last one gets in at two. So, Freddie, yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my roommate. This, this, asking your Freddie. So, are you guys ready for your poker game? We're gonna be playing some poker that we we talked about it. I know that you guys haven't said it much, but we are I definitely gonna be playing some poker. I haven't said it at all. <laughs> uh, we got, we got, uh, it, it should be a quick game then. Cause I, I figure I'll spank you guys pretty quickly and uh, it'll just be, I, I figured as well. Yeah. But it's going to be an interesting one. I think, I think, you know, for all the fans that are going to be attending, I think they're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, first time attending. I think you're going to have even more fun. And oh, it's yeah. your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I, happens I, in Vegas? Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will. I will tell you this though. I will get you a beer. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't drink. I don't drink anymore. Yeah, no. So you really? get a juice. Juice. You don't drink. Nope. nope. Oh. Ooh. See, that's how we save money. <laughs> well, that it is a big way of saving money. So. Hey, trust me, definitely. Is. I figure. I figure we'll figure out other ways to spend it. I'm sure we can figure that out. <laughs> you know, breakfast, breakfast, they serve breakfast all the time, and I love breakfast. That's, I like breakfast for dinner lots. 
So, so that's why you roll the dice. That's why you roll the dice. That's well, it. listen, I, just to let everybody know, we are going to do, do a show on Wednesday. Once we're all there, it's going to be the first time that the NFC East show is going to be together all in one spot. So we are definitely going to put uh, put on the cameras and do that for a little while, spend the, an hour out there just uh, letting everybody know what's happening. May do it right on the strip. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then maybe also on Friday if we can make it happen. But anyways, as always, thank you for joining us, and we will see you later this week. Dan from Las Vegas, Nevada. And as always, go birds. How about them cowboys? Take command. Ha <laughs> ha.